This podcast is for those making bold moves to reverse global warming. We are the Determined Ones, solving humanity's gnarliest challenges. It's a podcast on climate action, the determined mindset, and how standing out helps you make a meaningful impact. Okay, so here is something that we hear every once in a while. Hi, Mark and Sarah. I'm the founder of Acme Climate Startup, whatever. We're about to launch our new product in two weeks, and we need a logo and a website. I know it's a short deadline, but perhaps you can whip something up. Oh, and uh, we don't have the biggest budget because we spent most of it developing our product. Can you help? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so as, as what Sarah mentioned, we get these a lot. And as the determined, we love jamming with climate entrepreneurs. Uh, we feel that the work should have the most impact, and we're here to help. Mm-hmm. But we're uh, not sure how much we can help with just a two-week time frame. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a short notice there. So in this episode, we'll discuss the importance of investing in design early. We'll cover easy and simple ways you, the climate rebels doing kick-ass work, can start to incorporate design into your business plan without breaking the bank. We know a lot of you are all bootstrapping, and we're aware of that, so we hope that this episode will give you some uh, easy, quick tips on how to get started. Yep. Spoiler. Design is important. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, we've seen a lot of founders get access to funding and then jump right into building a product or service, focusing on the technology behind it while neglecting the brand that they're trying to build. They either think of one of two things. Design can wait till I'm done with the important stuff. Or... Uh, I have to build it before I can brand it. You hear that a lot, right? I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, doesn't... Okay, I'm getting ahead, but doesn't branding it and building it go hand in hand? Like, what is it that you're building? Anyway. So, yeah. So, working with us, we can help you first understand your target audience and how to market to them effectively. Understand your product's value prop proposition and find use cases you may not have even considered. Uh, communicate your mission and vision clearly and impactfully. Is impactfully a word? Impactfully. It is today. <laughs> uh, we can help you establish a strong look and feel along with the voice and tone to create an authentic professional looking brand because mm-hmm. we all want that. You want that. We want that. Why do we want that? You want to look professional. So you can? <laughs> Attract more funders and partners and key stakeholders to help accelerate your businesses even further. Brilliant. That is what I want. Yes. So good design at the start of any business endeavor is an investment in the business itself. Design and the process it entails is a great way to discover much-needed content, insights, and ideas that will continue to play a role throughout the lifespan of a company. It's always fun to discover during our workshops, we love workshops, these nuggets of insights, things that would have never been discovered if we treated all of our client work as strictly as execution-based operation. I want to dig in on that for just a second. Go for it. You're, you're starting to hint at this idea that design is a process. Design is a much bigger thing. I think a lot of people have this idea that they're going to call up some designers, say, here's what I need. I need a pitch deck. I need a website. I need a logo. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to you in two weeks. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but there's this whole process where, you know, we need to pull stuff out of, you know, you, the business founder who has all of this insights and knowledge and information about your market and your audience and what it is that you're creating and why. Mm -hmm. Why are you even building what you're building? And that why is a big part of what goes into the design. And so it's just impossible to match that mental model that people have when they call us up and be like, here's what I need, bye. Um, Because we (laughs) have this whole thing that discovers all of these insights and these, um, you know, reasons why and what it is that makes you you and what's the DNA of your company and what are you all about. You know, those are the things that you're talking about there that are going to continue to play a role in every decision that a a business owner makes throughout the 
rest of running that company. Yeah. You know, so this design process that you would go through at the very beginning to create your brand is actually much, much more. And it's huge. It's amazing. And this is the reason why we have the studio set up like this. We're not a traditional design studio where, like what Sarah said, a client comes to us, hey, I need XYZ in two weeks. Pitch me three ideas. Uh, We can do that. We'll spend a lot of time coming up with three maybe even more concepts whittle it down to three pitch those three ideas and they hate all of them (laughs) right but if we were to get everyone in the same room and co-create solutions together we have we can discover those insights that i talked about earlier as well as you have buy-in from you and your team you everyone feels like they're co-creating together we're part of this thing and everyone's on the same page everyone has input uh yeah it might take time finding a date that works for all of us to be in the same room together but that just is is nothing compared to the back and forth back and forth that could snowball into just the the pitch no i don't like this idea mm-hmm. pitch again no i don't like that idea um we just know that it saves so much time and energy yeah we've if you've ever worked with a designer and had a frustrating process where everything they come back to you after 2 weeks of working on it and using your budget like doesn't work you know that's the thing that we have been on on our side that frustrating process as well that we're trying to avoid. Yeah, yeah. And another good thing about these workshops is that at times we uncover things that might actually prove to be roadblocks or dead ends. And when that's the case, we take note, we assess the priority of it and figure out if it needs to fit into the bigger picture or not. Uh, So we can discover these insights that are positive and we can also discover these insights that might lead to roadblocks or dead ends. And again, we would never have gotten there if, if we didn't do this process. I think some business owners are afraid are afraid to do this process to uncover those roadblocks yeah. and find out that something that they're building isn't right. Right. But, but it's better to do it now, though, yeah. versus down the road when you're not expecting it. Yep. It's going to come out. <laughs> so at the start, you want to approach your design the same way as you've been approaching your business, strategically and with a purpose, right? You want to find a designer early. So ask your network. Uh, you might have friends who know designers. You might have colleagues who have worked with designers in the past. And once you found that designer, answer some of the following questions with them. Wait, what about my cousin who's a designer in his garage? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure that, that whoever yeah. you work with is, is asking you some of these smart questions. Exactly. Yeah. So some of these questions should include, what does your company do? Why does it matter? Whose attention are you trying to get? And what are your desired outcomes? If you can answer those questions... It'll help you and the designer stay on track and even uncover important insights that can impact key strategies of your business. And if your designer is not asking those questions and they just say, okay, I'll make you something, you're in for a frustrating process. Exactly, yeah. And that designer will have a better understanding of the why, the what, and the whom regarding your design decisions. Very important. Yeah, so right now you might may be asking yourself, but what do, what do I get out of all this stuff? Well, if you allocate about 10%, maybe 20% of your budget for marketing and design. You can work with a designer to create basic assets, simple stuff to just get you off the ground. Uh, we run into a lot of people that just want a web presence, maybe a splash page, a landing page, something small, something simple. Uh, so again, if you allocate a small percentage of your budget to this, you can put together a really simple brand style guide. So what is this style guide, Sarah? It's like the Bible. That it is the Bible. Everybody <laughs> who creates something that has your business's name on it 
is going to use to figure out what are the scriptures that <laughs> <laughs> going deep on the Bible analogy <laughs> that make up this, you know, this this company's philosophy, I guess, um, so that everything that they create, whether it's a designer, a writer, marketing professional, um, whatever they create reflects who you are as a company. So the brand pillars, the voice and tone. I mean, obviously the identity and the color palette, what colors to use, what colors not to use, things like that. So, um, yeah, and these are the bare minimums of what you will need to get started in creating an authentic brand, um, which promotes trust and professionalism. Yeah, that, that brand that is consistently applied across all of your social media networks or whatever, people are like, ooh, that company knows what they're doing. I trust them. Yeah, and when you hire new people, give them that style guide so that, again, if you have someone on the social media team, they know exactly how to use the logo. They know exactly the voice and tone of your messaging. Exactly. And as I mentioned before, a lot of people come to us, they just need a simple website just to point people to. And of course, that can build out over time, multiple pages and things like that. But maybe they just need a landing page with an email sign up. So if you do some of that, then work with a designer to create a landing page using Squarespace or Wix or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's an easy and uh, simple way to direct people to quote unquote learn more. Maybe sign up, download something, donate uh, we highly suggest we're, we're huge fans of newsletter signups. Uh, it's an opportunity to build your audience that you can update periodically. So maybe when you do launch officially or maybe sharing out news about your product or service, uh, or just simply communicate them, uh, to build a community around your company <laughs> and other basic assets. You know, we're kind of old school. We still do the business card thing. So maybe have 50 or so, maybe a hundred business cards. You can get them from moo.com for relatively cheap. They have some pretty good options there. That's moo.com. Moo.com. Um, and it's also a small investment too. If you get a hundred business cards, for example, and perhaps your tagline or logo changes, you're not stuck with a thousand unusable business cards. So yeah, traditional business card printing would be like a thousand run minimum. Um, but now we have these services like Moo that help you do these small runs so you can try different things out if you're still building your brand. Right, right. And again, as we mentioned earlier, doing this all at the very beginning of building out your business is super important because, again, you'll uncover insights. You'll discover new ideas and potentially roadblocks to avoid. So we're scrappy. Which we love. We love being scrappy. It's part of our foundation. Uh all of this will give you great design without breaking the bank, as well as well as leave plenty of room for evolution of your idea as your product grows through later iterations. So yeah, it shouldn't be an afterthought. You have companies like IKEA, Apple, Target, Tesla, Airbnb, Charity Water. They've shown us what investing in good design early does for their business. Good design is good business. Uh, with more and more people using and interacting with some of these companies, they're becoming more aware of what good design is. They expect it. Uh, they actually notice it when it's not there. They actually notice it when it's bad design. So if you put attention towards design at the start or continue to think it's just an afterthought, then you might have a hard time incorporating it down the road. Again, the people you're wanting to use your product, experience, or service, follow through on your ask, buy your device, donate money or time or whatever the call to action is. Uh, keep in mind that starting design early at the early stages of building out your product or service will ensure success both externally and internally. So once again, there's a blog post to go with this episode. You can find it at backstage.determine.co and look for an overlooked strategy entrepreneurs often miss when starting a company. In the blog post, we go a bit deeper into some of the things mentioned, as well as provide a number of resources for you to check out. Some of them are from trusted designers and a few from us, one of them being a downloadable worksheet that will help you kick start your design process.
We'd love to help you make smart decisions on how to build your climate-focused brand so it gets the attention it deserves. Book a sound check session to get started amplifying your brand at thedetermined.co slash soundcheck. If you are one of the bold rebels building a product that addresses our climate crisis, we can help you set yourself apart and amplify your climate impact. You can learn more about us at thedetermined.co. Yeah, thanks for listening. If you know anyone who might enjoy this podcast, feel free to share.